Welcome to the Financing Enterprise podcast series. On our show, we talk about everything startup. It could be anything from challenges the business is facing to an entrepreneurial journey to talking about growth in a business. Anything startup, we talk about it. Anything business, we talk about it. Informal chit chat will hopefully train you along the way and make you a positive, successful business person. Later. Welcome to the show today, James Cooper, the founder and CEO of Combo Boss. Today, we will dig deep into the customer journey and give you top tips that you can put in action. So, James, tell us a bit about your background and how starting Combo Boss became a reality. Yes, yeah, sure, Carly. Um... So I worked in uh, the big di digital agency world for years. Um, uh, it's been over a decade uh, now, and I actually started working on the agency side of things in Toronto, my, my native Canada, uh, before I moved to London uh, back in 2014. So I've been in the UK for several years now. Uh, I was continued working on the agency side, and all the while I... We, you know, we were dealing predominantly with uh, big clients, so Fortune 500 companies, FTSE 100 companies, uh, and those sorts. And we'd regularly encounter uh, small businesses or SMEs, as you might say, who they, they clearly desperately needed digital marketing, but they just didn't have uh, big business budgets to be mm -hmm. able to spend with, you know, a big international agency. Um, so... I left in uh, 2019 uh, to start Convo Boss, which really with the aim of, of helping those small businesses succeed with easy, effective, and affordable digital marketing. So there, there really has been a, um, that, that need in that uh, space in the market for SMEs to have access to effective digital marketing that is performance-driven, um, but also on a small business budget. So that's, um, that's really what led me to, to where we are today with Convo Boss, uh, based here in uh, London in the UK. Wow. And I imagine you must have noticed a few differences having lived in, in Canada and moving over to the UK. So it's quite exciting that you've kind of taken your industry experience. So what you've learned in digital marketing, working with big agencies, and now you're helping small businesses with their digital marketing in a way that's sort of easy, effective, and affordable. That's really exciting. Um, so along your journey, I'm sure you learned a, bit, a lot about the customer, but why, why do you think the modern customer journeys matter today? Um, so, I mean, it's really important to take into consideration the, the touch points, the experiences that your customers have with your business, with your brand, um, both in the real world, in real life, as well as virtually online. Um, so really, when we think about how customers, uh, you know, originally, traditionally learned about a business, um, there'd first be some sort of a, a stimulus. So something would catch mm -hmm. their attention, you know, something like a radio ad, a television spot, um, 
a coupon in a newspaper. Oh, miss those know, coupons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and or listing in you know the the phone book. Um, so you know if if that caught someone's attention and it you know your business served their need, they quite often come and visit your business. Um, the the what's changed though is if, if what's changed is really the, the way that uh, customers interact with our businesses mm -hmm. now. So, I mean, the the introduction obviously of the internet and mobile devices has changed the way that people are learning about your business. They're they're constantly learning about our businesses and researching them before they ever interact with them directly. Right. Um, so, so, I mean, typically before people are entering your business, if you have a, a location-based business or visiting your website, they've already done research. Obviously, they've gone on search engines. They've looked up uh, your business and probably looked up your competitors. And in doing so, they've you know, for, formulated an opinion of you. Um, so this is really what we call the first moment of, of truth is it's the, uh, the information, the experiences that are shared by others that have interacted with your business online that are affecting the consideration of your prospects, of, of your incoming customers. So it's, it's really important, obviously, to you know, factor that into how you conduct your marketing and understand that. Um, you know, in such a way that you can actually make the most effective uh, use of, of your understanding of your customer journey to be able to obviously nudge them along and influence um, um, their buying decisions and ultimately turn them into buying customers and, and advocates that, who, who are going to you know, spread the good word of your business and your brand online, which in turn then becomes uh, the next customer's uh, zero moment of truth, as as Google would call it. Mm. Um, so this is, yeah, that's that's really you know leaving reviews online. I mean, most people, you know, in this day and age, you know, most uh, millennials, <laughs> certainly Gen Z, they strictly make decisions, uh, buying decisions based on the reviews that other customers have left online. And that's, so, something that's, that's something that's actually quite interesting because it, it sounds like we are now living through the experience of others more and more than, than we did back in the day. So, I mean, back in the day, you, you might have, say, a tradesman come around or a tradeswoman come around and, you know, they'll do work on your house or what have you. And, and you'd hear about them through word of mouth, wouldn't you? And now, nowadays, exactly. people are asking people, they're going to various websites, you know, they're spending all this time researching beforehand and they kind of feel like they know everything about your business before they've actually even came across, you know, in, in touch with your business <laughs> and, and they're looking through those reviews. Um, so how do you how do you feel that that will help, say, a business leave a legacy and kind of future proof their business by being more having more presence online? Yeah, so it's 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 not just about leaving a legacy. It's also obviously very much about um, impacting the now, the present. Right. Um, yeah, the, I mean, the, the, the real opportunity is to, you know, understand that there are, there are key phases, key touch points, key stages, wh whatever you want to call them along yep. your customer journey or your buyer's journey. Um, and really, it starts with that stimulus as mentioned with um, awareness. So 
you need to ask yourself first and foremost, do prospects, do customers even know about your business? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really where awareness and interest factor in. And then ask yourself, okay, the customers that are aware of your business, um, do they trust you? Do they have a reason to trust you and trust you over your competitors, um, ideally? And, and that's really you know, where we get into the consideration stage of right. the uh, customer journey. Then from there, it, uh, and as part of that, you, you can ask yourself, do customers like your business? Do they like your brand? Do they like the people who work for your, your business, your company? Um, do they like the way that you communicate and uh, tell your story online? So are you likable? And, and then assuming that you're ticking all of those boxes for a, pros- a prospective customer, um, it comes down to how easy can is it for that customer to do business with you, either online or in your, your you know, brick and mortar business location mm-hmm. um and by that i mean you know if, if someone in the case of online if someone comes to your website is it really difficult to you know find where to either you know make in the case of say a restaurant make a reservation with you is, is that a difficult task for that customer because if they struggle with that they're going to just go somewhere else and, and make a booking make a reservation with a, a competitor Right. Um, Most definitely. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, is it easy if you're set, if you do sell your products online, is it easy? You know, do you accept multiple payment forms? Uh, Do you accept card? Um, Potentially, can they can they receive an invoice from you? You know, um, are there multiple different ways for um, customers to actually be able to purchase from you? So it's really all about do you make it? So you, again, just to recap here, you, you've, you know, does does are customers aware of your business? Okay, if so, do they trust you? Yes. Okay, do they like you? Do they like your brand over competitors? Yes. Okay, can they? Is it easy for them to actually um, interact and transact with you to purchase from you or to make a booking with you or to you know, yeah, um, to to schedule an appointment? You know, especially if you're a service based business. Um, then from there, so that's really what we would call the, um, the conversion stage of, or right, the purchase yeah. stage of the customer journey. Then from there, you, you've then moved into, okay, the person has actually uh, purchased from you or book, booked with you. They then have that interaction with your brand, with your product, with your service. And it, you, you ideally want to tap into their um, digital word of mouth, as we would say. So into, you know, what is their perception of your brand, your product, your company, um, and encouraging them to leave a review, ideally a positive one, um, right. online? Yeah, and then taking that opportunity to, you know, it, it, quite often businesses are so heavily focused on the front end of the customer journey, which is, yeah, from raising awareness through to driving purchases. And then, okay, well, you know, whatever happens after that, the purchase, you know, so be it. But really, everything that happens from the purchase onward, once you've got the customer, um, you know, their satisfaction and their, you know, their reviews, their digital word of mouth is so vital in contributing to the next customer's 
perception and consideration of purchasing from your business. So um, now just to address the point that you made about you know, create building a legacy for, right. for your brand. And I, I jumped the gun there, didn't I? I said yeah. it too soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I think I, I did exactly what you just said. I went from the awareness to the, you know, you know, buying <laughs> <laughs> before the actual work needed to be done, <laughs> building the trust and what have you. Yeah, exactly. So that, I mean, the, the, the online ratings, the online reviews are trust signals to prospective customers to prospective buyers. Um, so the more um, positive, um, descriptive reviews you can get from your existing customers, mm-hmm. which are then available, you know, publicly displayed online for other prospective customers, the better it, you know, it can, it just improves the ability for those prospective customers to trust your brand as mentioned. And also, you know, there, it's really important, all, all of the, the review content, you know, that they mention keywords of relevance to your brand, to your industry, to your products. Um, those are all things that factor into search engine optimization. They're all uh, signals. It's all content right. that is, that is um, indexed by search engines such as Google and Bing. Um, so it's really important to, you know, the, the, the more customer reviews you can get ideally the the higher the rating the the more descriptive those reviews are the the better you can perform from a a search engine optimization standpoint yeah and then Um, and more people will know about your business that way so it's it's something that tends to be pretty low cost doesn't it having those in place exactly i mean you you know you've got the customer In, in many cases you've acquired contact information from them, ideally, you know, in the form of an email address, and you can actually just send out, you know, ask them. The best way to get reviews from customers is, uh, of course, just ask them to leave you a review on your preferred uh, review channel, whether that's Google or Facebook or Trustpilot or TripAdvisor, you know, or, or even just on your, your own website. Um, so it's, it's definitely something that I'm constantly encouraging clients to do is to you know reach out and ask for reviews from customers especially from customers that they know are are, i you know likely to leave them a positive rating and review right so now we've um so reviews are, are really important and as i said before you know we live people live through other people's you know responses reactions etc so reviews are just absolutely key so we've talked a lot about um, the customer journey and, and how it matters from the, the customer sort of side of things. What can we do as a business um, to sort of get to know our customers a bit better so we can reach out to our target audience? So obviously they're doing all this research about us. What sort of research should we be doing about them? Yeah, it's a great question, Carly. Um, and, and it really, it all starts with, um, you know, a good digital marketing strategy all starts with doing your homework and understanding your market, understand, especially understanding your customer, what motivates them, um, you know, what are, what, are, what are the sorts of things that they're looking for in your product, your service, um, in, in businesses like yours. And really, it, it starts with, very, quite simply, ask, have conversations with your customers and, and take note of what your customers say. Pay, listen, you know, 
Mm -hmm. um, we have one mouth, as they say, and two ears, <laughs> because we should listen twice as often as or twice as much as we speak. Um, so, so do a lot of listening to what your customers have to say. And, and if you ever, you know, if there are instances where you don't, um, or someone you know, declines your product, your service, what have you, try to take that opportunity to find out why they didn't choose you, why they chose perhaps chose a competitor over your business. So really simple things like that, you know, just ask, ask, the, ask your customers, ask your prospects. Um, it seems pretty obvious, but yeah. um, a, lot of, a lot of business owners don't actually do it. Um, the other thing, you know, coming back to digital word of mouth and customer reviews that are mm -hmm. left online, these are a gold mine of insights about your business. Really, the more reviews that you have about your business, the more you can dig into those and understand, okay, these are the issues that, or, or these are the, the reasons why um, customers like our business. These are the, you know, if you look at all your five-star reviews and you, you can even, it's as simple as say, going to, to go, your Google business uh, profile, your Google business listing on Google maps and just filtering to, okay, all of your five-star reviews, what are the common themes that you, you're noticing in those five-star reviews? Those are the things that keep customers coming back. So do more of that. And then look at, okay, if you know, most businesses are going to end up with some one-star, two-star, three-star reviews, look at those reviews and, and find out what people are saying. If they're, if they're leaving, you know, anything lower than a four-star review, what are those insights that you can glean from the reviews that customers have left? So it's, it's just a great source of information to understand um, what people think of your business. They're, they're telling you right there. And again, just focus on doing more of what people love about your business, obviously. And how, how can you address those issues that are appearing in your, your one, two, and three-star reviews? And, now, and how much time do you think someone should spend on competitor analysis? Like, it could be something where, you know, you could spend a lot and a lot of time and, and not actually do anything. Um, what do you recommend in regards to how much time should someone spend on that? I mean, it, even, even if you just spend 15 minutes, go through, you know, go, well, just, just start with 15 minutes, yeah. <laughs> you know, and if you haven't, if you haven't gone through and read all of your customer reviews before, go through them all. And, um, you know, on Google, uh, on Facebook, again, you know, on Trustpilot, if, if it's applicable, TripAdvisor, um, these types of sites and, read through them and, and then take the opportunity while you're at it to think of your top three to five competitors mm -hmm. in your space, whether you're a local business, you know, what are the local um, alternatives to your business or online? What, what's, you know, what serves a similar segment of the market to your business and go through their reviews, look at what, you know, where do they shine and where do they, where, you know, where, where do they need to make improvements in their business? Um, so, yeah, I mean, if, if, it's as simple, Carly, as starting with. Right, 15, yeah, so just, yeah. yeah take, take 15 minutes to look at your own business. Take 15 minutes to look at, you know, a couple of your competitors, at least. Um, really, the more time that you can devote to, you know, this research and understanding, um, you know, what customers think about your business and your competitors, the better, 
equipped you and better informed you'll be to actually take action on those insights. Um, other great sources as well, you know, look at, um, look at your, obviously look at your competitors' websites. Right. Put your, put yourself in the, the shoes or the minds of your customers and where, where are they going to have an easier experience in terms of, okay, making a booking or making a purchase, which, um, sites, you know, comparing yours versus your competitors have the least amount of friction. And by friction, what I mean is okay. what, what, what is where, what sites are more difficult for your, for customers to actually um, follow through on a booking or a purchase? What, what sites have more steps than are necessary? you know, ideally you want to have the fewest number of steps. Like ideally you just have a click of a button and then input either contact information or payment information. And then the, that's, that's it. It's done the, the purchase or the booking. So it's, it's done quite simply. So mm. go and look at what the competition is doing and you'll quite often get ideas as to, you know, okay, we could actually be doing this a lot better on our website or, you know, and how we are presenting our, 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 our business and our brand online. Um, yeah, and I think um, even with that, so just having a look at a few different websites to see how they, you know, how they run and operate and what have you and taking the best things from those websites and applying it to yours or making it better, as you said. So solving that problem, because oftentimes people say it's like a restaurant booking and you want to book a restaurant table or what have you. And, and the process is too difficult. Like you have to create a login, then you have to do a password and you have to do all these various steps. I mean, at some point people will just give up, won't they? Exactly. That what, what you just described is a perfect example of unnecessary friction um, yes. and, and, and just creating additional steps, additional obstacles, hurdles for prospective customers. And what we need to understand is that every every action you require your user, your customer to take, you're going to get people who drop off at every one of those steps. Mm -hmm. So the more of those steps you have, the fewer people you end up uh, you 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 have um, actually going through the the full process. Um, so the shorter the process, the greater the likelihood that you'll have more people actually complete it, whether it's a purchase or a booking. And that um, makes that makes complete sense. So you've got um, so people you, businesses can go about researching companies or other businesses in, in many ways to better understand their you know target audience, and then you kind of get to know that target audience. Now, obviously, as you're going along this process, you yourself in your business, you've got a, a digital footprint, so to speak, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. and there's a lot yeah. of information where your customers are looking at your business, they're kind of knowing your business, etc. Is there a way where um, a business could do like a digital audit just to see what's online about them and sort of what they can improve? Yeah, absolutely. There, uh, you know, there's a, an abundance of free tools online. Um, I mean, you can just simply go to Google and search um, business marketing report, um, small business marketing report, that sort of thing. Uh, mm -hmm. you, you should find uh, tools will, will pop up things like um, Uber suggest uh, one called Moz that'd be like M O Z mm -hmm. um, a H refs. That's more focused on uh, SEO auditing. Um, but yeah, even just things looking like looking at um, if you have a Facebook page, you Facebook has analytics built right into 
uh, things like business Facebook pages. So you would just have to go and, and you can find that. And the same thing, um, you know, with your Google business profile, which uh, was formerly called uh, Google My Business, it's, it's effectively your Google Maps listing. Um, that comes with analytics as well. So, you know, you can, you can look into that for insights. Um, and these are all free tools to use. Um, I might add that uh, if you go to our business, our, our website, Convoboss, we have a free digital marketing report uh, generator. Okay. It's quite simple. You just put in the name of your business, put in your um, email address, and it will generate a, a multi-dimensional report uh, that you know, gives you details with respect to your, your, your business listing presence, to your online reputation. So that would factor in the reviews um, around your okay. business. Also looking at social media, and uh, SEO, uh, your website, uh, looking for opportunities to where you can improve your website, as well as looking at um, any sort anything you're doing on the digital advertising front and where you could uh, see some opportunities there. So it's really, it's really the, these free tools, uh, including the one that we have available, it, it, mm -hmm. they're really focused on identifying gaps in your business's online presence. Okay. And so, so those really are the opportunities for the, the, that's the you know, low hanging fruit, so to speak, that you could um, take advantage of and, and to make pretty quick gains with respect to your business's online presence. Great. So that's comboboss.com, right? That people can check that out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You'll, okay, yeah, perfect. Um, so obviously, we talked a bit about touch points and how customers can interact with, you know, a business. Um, can you tell us a bit more about sort of insights? So obviously when someone does a digital audit, you can kind of see what, where, you know, where is my business online <laughs> in, in our presence and in, in what's working for us, et cetera. What are some insights um, that businesses should really take a look at and kind of monitor and how many, you know, how many should we be looking at? Because there's so many, so many different things you can measure, isn't there? <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. And and I'm probably going to repeat myself um, here okay. a little bit. But yeah, yeah. And um, it, it's it's about coming, you know, coming back to what we've discussed regarding the customer journey and thinking about okay, so what are the touch points that we need to be evaluating for your business? Mm -hmm. So the one is is how are you raising awareness of your of your business and how are people finding out about you? So um, that, and that's to, to a large extent, uh, factoring in advertising, um, SEO, search engine optimization, um, and uh, you know, things looking at like, you know, your, your email, if you're running any sort of email marketing or mm -hmm. any sort of loyalty programs, those sorts of things can uh, all factor into the, the raising awareness to, um, uh, you know, increasing stimuli out there so that more people are aware that your business exists. Then it's uh, looking at the, the listings of your business. So this especially applies to local business, like brick and mortar businesses, but okay. um, where is your business listed on site or, or sorry, online? It, is it listed on, you know, the, the, the really important ones, namely uh, Google, my business, Facebook, Twitter, um, Instagram is quite important too. Um, and then multiple other local listing directories, you know, again, especially if you're a local business, um, then looking at, you know, are, are, are you deficient in reviews? Um, 
do you, you know, do you have very many? There are a lot of businesses out there that don't, they just don't have any reviews. They have no ratings. So for people coming along looking for, you know, their product or service, it's just kind of like, well, I don't know if I can trust this business. There's, there are no reviews. Um, so, so, you know, being able to capture insights into where you stand as a business with respect to yeah, your listings, your online listings, your um, online reputation, which, you know, um, in, a, in a big way, uh, it, you know, is um, interested in the, the reviews around your business. Um, so these, these are things that you can get from conducting, you know, free analyses of your business, free online audits of, of your business. And there's, um, um, as, and there's a lot of sort of tools out there that people can use and, and pick and choose what works best for them and, and sort of the, you know, what they would like to monitor and, and what they would like to improve on as well. So there's a lot of choice in that matter. So oftentimes what I hear is, you know, people are worried about, especially in marketing, <laughs> the cost of marketing and, um, you know, how expensive it is and how much do they budget and that sort of thing. Um, where can you start um, in your business, you know, with a starting point of not having to pay for different things yep. um, before you get to the stage where you've got to, you know, you've got to pay for the advertising? What are some things yeah. that you can do if that makes sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, for, for um, most businesses, um, you can take advantage of the, the Google business profile. So Google um, okay, yeah. makes it quite, quite, quite easy for um, most businesses really to establish a presence uh, on Google business profile, uh, which would, um, which would integrate obviously with Google maps, but I should note that you can list your business as a service area business. So, so, okay. you know, let's say you could list your business as service, um, servicing the entire United Kingdom. Okay, um, yeah. so where you wouldn't have to, um, disclose a, um, uh, a local address. So that can, can actually remain hidden. Um, the reason why the Google business profile is really important is because um, obviously with Google being the biggest search engine, especially here in the UK, um, they, they weight it quite heavily from an SEO standpoint. Um, it's pretty much as important in the eyes of Google as your business website. So one of the things you can do is really just go in to Google business profile and complete as many of mm -hmm. the details, you know, upload photos of products of possibly even people who work at your business. If you have a, a, a physical location that is open to customers, you know, showing pictures of that, as well as um, talking, you know, posting news and events regarding your business. So every, um, oh, another one that's really important is um, answering Q&A. So you can actually, as the business owner on Google Business Profile, uh, post a question as the business and answer the, the, the question. So you can okay. effectively yeah, pr provide uh, an F a frequently asked question list, an FAQ list on your Google business profile. And that's something that's strongly encouraged as well. So there's a great opportunity there to just build out that Google business profile as much as possible. Um, also ask, you know, if, ask any customers that, uh, you know, will leave you a review to, to do so on Google business. Yeah, and it's so, great in, in Google business profile is great because you can also you list your website and mm -hmm. you know you can put your map location in so people can find it and then as you said you have they have access to your reviews 
And then as you're going along, so you've got this Google business profile, you're, you know, you're doing your social media, you've got your website, your reviews, you've got everything, all your ducks in a row, so to speak. And then in sort of what you can do next is kind of monitor your reviews and your business mentions to kind of keep in touch with what people are saying about your business, as we said, and then figure out which, you know, applying to those, those situations and responses and, and really monitoring it effectively for your business. Before sure. we end today, James, um, are there any top tips that you'd like to give a business? Yeah, definitely. So um, as mentioned, uh, I think a few times in, in the uh, discussion so far, um, it, it's really important to give customers, prospective customers, a reason to trust and like your business. So you can do that through obviously generating customer reviews and um, posting content that tells your story, your business story, your brand story on social media, such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, potentially. Um, so take, you know, take the opportunity to tell your story and make your, your, yourself um, trustworthy and likable in the eyes of prospective customers. Um, take the opportunity to stand out and improve your online presence. So to do that, you need to understand, do the research, regarding your business and its online presence, and then take action based on the insights that you get from that research, take action on that to improve where you can. And, and you know, it's just, it's, it's just, you just do a little bit every day. You know, it doesn't have to be a, an enormous investment if you don't have the budget or time, even if it's five, 10 minutes a day, or, you know, if you can, you know, half an hour a week sort of thing, set that aside and, and nurture, you know, take care of your online presence. And, um, you know, build your um, local marketing and your online presence by targeting customers at every touch point along their customer journey. So, you know, really work on building out the, the th and improving the areas such as your website, um, such as the uh, customer reviews that you have, such as the listings of your business online, making sure they're all accurate and um, synchronized across, you know, the multiple options available, multiple directory and listing sites available. Um, and just, you know, make that customer journey as streamlined and as efficient as possible for um, prospective customers and existing customers alike. And all of these things, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, a process. It's not, you know, it's not just a one and done sort of thing. It's, it's an ongoing process to, you know, take care of your business's online presence and improve your overall marketing um well and, thanks and, so and much james yeah. I, james i really appreciate you coming on the show today so you really helped us dig deep into the customer journey and you left us with the top tips that we would need to you know need to use to put into action to really work through our customer journey and our marketing in our business james i think you had said it earlier but can you just remind me how customers can get in touch with you yeah, absolutely the best way is to just go to our website convoboss.com that's convo like com c o n b o and boss b o s s dot com, and um, you'll notice up at the top of the page there's a book a call button so that you can actually book a call with uh, me or a member of our team, and we'll give you a free consultation and a free audit of your your businesses online. And that's a wrap, folks. Business chit chat is where it's at. Bye.